Hey, good evening, uh, folks. How's everybody doing? Oh, well. So, um, so I'm going to talk tonight about love. Love. And, yeah, <laughs> the love, daughter. And um, <clears throat> I'm going to talk about uh, how it's um, how to do it, where it's from, how it applies to us, and how it applies to to others, and um, and the benefits of it. Um, so Matthew twenty two, <clears throat> verse thirty four. But when the Pharisees heard that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, so the Pharisees are the were the conservative uh religious leaders the sadducees were the liberal ones and silence the sadducees they gathered themselves together one of them a lawyer asked him a question testing him teacher which is the great commandment in the law and he said to him you shall love the lord your god with all your heart with all your soul and with all of your mind. This is the great commandment and foremost commandment. The second is like it, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. And these two commandments depend the whole law and the prophets. <clears throat> and so you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul and with all of your mind. So why is that the first commandment? Because you know, loving God, where it's like, <clears throat> it's, it's, it's like plugging your phone charger into the wall. You cannot make a call without you have that power. Loving God first enables you to love others. You need that power. Really, you need that power. God is the source of power to love everybody else. This is why it's important to have devotional time. God, you, there is no power in anyone to love the way that you are supposed to. The best you're going to do is like. This is what we have to understand. All love comes from God. He is the source. It's the same way that all truth comes from God. I don't care whether it's mathematics or in the Bible. It comes from God. Just the same way that all lies come from Satan. All hatred comes from Satan. We have to understand that. You don't make anything yourself. And it's not that Satan is the opposite of God. It's just that he authored it. Jesus said to him, said to the Pharisees, you're of, the far, you're of your father, the devil. He was a liar from the beginning, meaning that anybody that lies, he is the one that authored it. Anyone that hates, he is the one that authored it. Your sinful desires that you have, he authored all of those desires this is not it's not that he created anything 
He just corrupted what was created. It's very, very important because people will say, oh, well, somehow there are two gods, like almost like there's a black dog and there's a white dog in each one's shoulder. No, he just corrupted what was good. Hey, if you make your best casserole, your kid can come and mess that up. He didn't create it. He just messed it up, right? Right, exactly. If you have your finest, your finest gown, right? Your kid can come and mess that up. All he has to do is take a hot iron and put it on it. That's all Satan has done. He's corrupted what was good in Genesis 3. God looked at it all, and in Genesis 2, God looked at it all and said it was good until Genesis 3, and then the fall came. So, meaning that all love comes from God. When I say all love, I'm not talking about like. I'm not talking about uh, 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 obsession. You know, I am not talking about being a fanatic. I'm talking about unconditional love. I'm talking about real love, to want the highest good for someone. It comes from God. And this is why the order is there. There's a vertical order. Love the Lord your God with all of your, my, all of your soul. Because without that, you are not able to love anybody. It's a counterfeit. Without that, so you get it from God just the same way. Listen, you try and charge your phone any other way than plugging it in. Really, you're gonna be whistling Dixie, I'm afraid. Really, don't expect to make any call unless your phone is charged. No, you have to get that power right from the electricity, just like you have to be enabled to love others from God. And then, so this is the great commandment. And also, this is the thing too. This is why this is important. Why loving Lord your God with all your mind, all your heart. is because this is what we were made to do. We were made to love, not to hate. We were made right, to worship God to love God. Now we love God because he first loved us. But what does that loving God also do? It heals us from the emotional trauma that we've gone through. People, why are people in the midst of self-destruction? It doesn't matter what you've used, whether you've used anger, booze, drugs, food, relationships, money, whatever you've used, you've used that to self-destruct, right? So why are we damaged? We're not damaged because someone has done something physically to us. We are damaged really because of a lack of authentic love. You think about it. We are damaged because we have not been loved authentically. We have not been loved by parents the correct way. Now, understand one thing. I'm not punting this. I'm not blaming anybody. 
that those parents were not loved authentically, right? And so forth and so forth and so forth. But this is what's caused us the damage. People aren't trying to self-destruct, or most people are not trying to self-destruct because they were hurt physically. It was because they were hurt emotionally. And because they were hurt emotionally, they're trying to hurt themselves physically. Reason why I was trying to self-destruct, not because I was so much hurt physically, but emotionally. And what the love of God does, he heals those wounds. We have the worst scars are the invisible scars. The, scar, the soul wounds. These are wounds on our soul. Here's the great thing about loving the Lord your God with all of your heart, all your soul. Is that of great benefit to God? Of course, God wants us to do it, but it's bigger benefit to us. God doesn't need anything from us. This is what we have to understand. We need from him. And so in loving the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all your, it heals your soul. It heals these soul wounds. You learn to love authentically. You learn to truly care about yourself. I don't care what amount of money you were spending on designer wares or whatever. If you were not getting authentic love, you were not taking care of yourself. Look at some of the celebrities. I mean, they are some of the people who abuse themselves the most, can buy as much designer stuff as they want to. But does that mean that they take care of themselves? Celebrity is not going to ensure you take care of yourself. Authentic love, unconditional love from God ensures that you take care of yourself. Why do people, when they come to know God, Stop drinking, drugging, and all of that. Because in loving God, you actually become truly aware of yourself, of who you are. This is why it's important to love God with all of your heart, all of your mind. Because that teaches you to not understand your value. That teaches you to, to truly, truly understand your value. Being a celebrity and have screaming fans, actually, that will even cause you to obscure your value even more. Really, to have people screaming. I remember the old black and white uh, picture of the Beatles coming to America on Pan Am, remember? And everyone, ah, 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 ah. That is not a true estimate of value. No. In fact, actually, that can cause it. Why are they even screaming a true estimate of value is you and god and god giving you a true reflection of who you are really of who you and you can only get that from a relationship with god someone might say that they love you but they don't give you a true estimation there's people who spoil their kids what does that do in spoiling your kids that gives them an erroneous estimation of themselves. What does it do when you undervalue your kids, where you deprive them? 
that still causes them to undervalue themselves. It's only in loving the Lord your God do you get a true appraisal of yourself. That's where it comes from. You cannot do it any other way. And then the second, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Why the people treat people badly? It's really a reflection of how they truly see themselves. Because if, you, if a person truly does love themselves, they won't hurt another person. Because that's when the, the whole idea of the imago Dei, the image of God, gets restored. Once you understand your value, you cannot hurt another person. That's even in a little child. If a little child who doesn't know anything about violence sees somebody being violent to someone else, that child is not going to burst out laughing because there's something inherent in that child that has taught them that a person is valuable and this is wrong. That child is going to break down crying. Why? Because somebody taught them about violence? No, but they've been taught inside of them. There's this whole idea of the image of God and that people are valuable. So that child now will grow up. If that child witnesses violence, that child is going to see themselves in a distorted way. And it's probably going to be, become violent. And why is that? Because that child has been taught now that people are not valuable. So they see a reflection of themselves. I am not valuable. That child will probably start drinking, drugging, and doing anything and everything that would be self-destructive. We have to love ourselves in order to love someone else. And that love can only be unconditional love from God. True love is the highest good. You cannot grow up to see someone being treated less than and then expect to see you treat yourself more than. Even a narcissist doesn't love themselves. It appears like they love themselves, but narcissism is incredibly self-destructive. It is very, very self-destructive. Even if they are hurting other people, it's still a reflection of how badly they see themselves. And this is why narcissists need constant affirmation, need constant affirmation, really, because they don't feel good about themselves. So they've got to be constantly lifted up. And this is where the danger comes in. They will do anything and everything to get that affirmation, really. They will destroy people to get that affirmation. So a narcissist doesn't love themselves. They do what they do because they don't love themselves. They have this need for love. And here's the thing what they're getting. They're not really getting unconditional love. They're getting accolades. That's almost like drinking seawater. You're always going to be thirsty. You're always going to need more. It's only from God, the authentic thing. I don't care if you're going out and buying 
Dolce and Gabbana, that is not gonna give you a sense of value. It has to come from your heart. It's not what you put on. I don't care if you're dining every night at Le Cirque, it doesn't matter how much sushi and caviar you eat, you know, at six, $700 a pop, it's not gonna do it. You know, don't care how much, you know, vintage port somebody is drinking, not gonna do it. Okay, how many celebrities you're hanging out with, not gonna do it. It's something that has to come from the inside. Don't care how much money you've got, not going to do it. You see wealthy people all the time commit suicide. Not gonna, this has got to be something that's on the inside of you. And when someone loves someone, it will be something that's authentic, that comes from the inside of someone. People, wealthy people can buy people gifts all the time. That's not true love. That could just be almost buying people. Wealthy people do that all the time. Trying to buy someone, you're trying to buy someone, you truly don't know their value because people are priceless, right? And if people are priceless, you can't buy them. Sorry, folks, you can't buy people in the sale. No such thing, no, no. And so true love means then that you value. This is what I say is you shall love your neighbor as yourself because Jesus is assuming you understand your value. And if you do, you'll understand the value of your neighbor. You'll understand. And once you understand your value, you'll be so reluctant to hurt a person, really. And in fact, actually, is the problem about self-destruction and about the soul wounds and about people being angry with other people. We see a lot of people in our society that are angry just because of different political preferences, right? Here's the problem, you know, when a person doesn't love themselves, they're first and foremost angry at themselves before they're angry at someone else. That anger at someone else, when we talk about deflection, is a deflection, really. They're angry at themselves before, first and foremost, you know, Sandy had told me to watch this movie. I started watching it last night, I can only imagine that man's father, I only just started watching a little bit, but that man's father, that young man's father was first and foremost angry at himself. He was angry at himself. His life didn't turn out to be where it was supposed to be. These people in the political arena, they're not angry at people south of the book. They're angry at themselves. Their lives didn't turn out to be what it was meant to be. Mexicans didn't take mining jobs. Innovation, innovation, technology, the renewable energy took them away. But as long as you can give me a target that I can lash out at, that I can, that I don't want to lash out on myself, that I can express the anger I've got for myself on someone else. And that's Satan's job, right? Getting you angry at yourself for the failures that you feel in life. And then it's just a politician's job to come along and provide the target. 
boom, hey, blame these people, even though they're not responsible for it. But when you love yourself, you know what? Hey, if something bad is happening with me, love can form a bridge. And I'm not being kumbaya here, but love and God can form a bridge. Hey, we can fix this problem. Unemployment, uh, inflation, we can fix this thing with love and with God. Look at 12 men, the 12, they turned the world upside down. Upside. We can do that, folks, really. If we're truly, truly getting this power from God, getting charged from God with this love, right? We get charged from God with this love, right? So the vertical, we're connected to the vertical. Let me tell you something, what love does. Love causes anger to dissipate. Love causes regret to dissipate. Love gives you a new hope for tomorrow. Love causes all of the insecurities that you had before to dissipate. It gives you a sense of purpose and a much better outlook on life. The way that you see other people now, rather than seeing them as enemies, you see them now as potential people that you can collaborate with, right? Rather than collide with. And rather than seeing now your past uh, failures as failures, as misses, now these are more stepping stones, right? God can, if I've got this right attitude and I'm gonna be loving now, these things can be turned into great testimonies, right? And so it's tapping into the vertical so that we can truly be valuable to God on a horizontal. I've got to tap my phone into the charger in order for it to be useful to me during the course of the day. Right. And so loving God with all of our heart, all of our mind, it brings healing. This is the greatest healing, the healing for our souls. Right. There's a spending is not going to bring healing. Drinking is not going to bring healing. All these things are going to be doing is covering things up. And then when you sober up or you finish spending or when you get your big credit card bill, it just makes things worse. These things are not designed, right, to bring healing. It's as ridiculous as putting a Band-Aid on cancer, right? That is not meant to bring healing, right? What is meant to bring healing is to tap into God and heal these soul wounds. Everybody here, I guarantee you, has got soul wounds because they were reared by parents who were not perfect. And many people, it's not like the parents did anything intentionally abusive. It could be a misinterpretation of some of their actions. It could be the fact that, hey, your parents grew up in a generation where they were not that loving. 
so didn't give you much affirmation. So you had to find it for yourself. Well, no kid finds healthy affirmation for themselves. You, if you don't get affirmation from a grown-up, you're gonna value yourself lower than what you really are. When God truly loves us, what does that give us? It gives us a sense of worth. It gives us a sense of value. It gives us a sense of purpose. It gives us a sense of belonging. I know I would have eventually killed myself someday if I didn't have God's love. It was that that healed all of the soul wounds. And let me tell you something. I had so many of them, so many, so, but God's love healed them all. And so when you tap into God, expect to get healed that way. No, you're not going to get healed by being jumping into another relationship. That's just going to mess you up even more. Okay, if that person has got their old soul wounds, you've got yours. I mean, jumping in to get, what a disaster. It's double trouble now. No, you are only, in fact, actually, if that's what you've been doing, you know what? Get out of that relationship. Spend some time by yourself, you and God, to be healthy first and foremost. People are jumping in to think that they should not be in. Really, people are spending what they should not be spending. People are going and undertaking what they should not be undertaking. People are going and eating what they should not be eating. People sometimes are not eating what they should be eating, whatever the case is. But people are making wrong decisions because they don't have this sense of love. And so they have this sense of hurt. And all they do is continue with this self-destructive behavior, which exacerbates the hurt. So now they feel more hurt and now more self-destructive. And so the behavior perpetuates itself, right? And what's at the end of it? A brick wall, right? A brick wall. And now many people have found this political outlet, right? They don't really care about politics. Most of these people don't even know anything about political policy. The leaders don't even know anything about politics, don't know what they're talking about. But it's this outlet. If I now can find an enemy, someone who disagrees, even though I don't know what I'm talking about myself, eh, I can find a reason now to hate someone for the pain that I'm feeling, rather than connecting to God and get healing for that pain, right? Praise God. We're going to do some prayer points. Father Lord, give me the grace to truly connect to you, to truly connect to you, to get the love that I need and the healing that I need for my soul, Lord God, in Jesus' name. Let's pray. Father, I just thank you. Father, I praise your holy name. Father, I pray, Lord God, that you would give me the grace to truly connect to you, Lord God, to get the healing that I need, Father, Lord God, to get the love that I need and the healing that I need for my soul wounds, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. You know, some people, uh, your entire life from these soul wounds, 
You've been bleeding profusely, profusely. Lord God, heal up those wounds today, Lord God. I almost felt that every day, Lord, I've been bleeding so much. I should be calling 911 every day. I need to be living in the ER, Lord God. But Lord, heal these wounds today, Lord God. Because when you have these wounds, you can't plan properly. You cannot, you cannot plan for a better life for yourself when you feel that you don't deserve it because of these wounds. So you're conflicted. So you are so conflicted. Anybody know the life of stopping and starting? The stopping and starting life, right? I know you do. So it's Lord God, as of today, heal these soul wounds so that I can start without stopping. In Jesus' name, let's pray. Father, we just thank you. Just praise your holy name. Father, I pray that you would truly heal my soul wounds, Lord God. I no longer want to live in that spiritual ER, Lord God. I no longer want to bleed profusely, Lord God. I want to receive your love, Lord God, so that I can truly love myself unconditionally and others, Lord God. I want to be energized to accomplish my purpose in life and not to be in this this cycle of stopping and starting, Lord God. End that cycle right now in Jesus' name, amen. And I'm gonna do the caring call and I'm gonna pass it on to Sandy. So this is for people who don't know the Lord and say this prayer with me. Father Lord, I know I'm a sinner. I know you shed your precious blood so that I might be saved. I accept you into my heart as my Lord and Savior. I know you shed your precious blood, Lord God, so that I do not have to shed any more blood from my own soul, Lord God. I accept you into my heart as my Lord and Savior, Lord God. I pray that you would heal me of my past, Lord God. I pray, Father, Lord God, that you would give me the grace to embrace my future, Lord God, and that you would walk with me on this journey, Lord God, and make me all that I'm supposed to be, Father, and give me the grace to love others as I love myself, as I first and foremost love you, Lord, and love myself, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen.